You may have noticed a couple of recurring themes on the Happy Habit podcast, those involving sleep and stress. I keep returning to these topics because they are in this day and age. They are the most disruptive factors in our overall mental and physical health and all-round homeostasis. In normal times, stress and sleep would be paramount, but especially so given the last 12 months. And their importance has been seen in the level of interest shown by you, the listeners, to the Happy Habit podcast. The very first podcast episode in this series was called Why Do We Sleep? and is still one of the most listened to to date. This brings me to today's subject, that of yoga's ability to aid insomnia. Hey there, welcome to the Happy Habit Podcast. I am your loyal host, Matthew Norrie. We like to talk about health, science and well-being. And if you're new, please consider subscribing. Check out all of the previous 58 episodes, and counting, and tell your friends. We have new episodes coming every Monday and Thursday. There is very good evidence those suffering from insomnia do so due to cognitive and physiological arousal meaning that those struggling with sleep are experiencing hyperarousal mentally and physically. In other words, these people are wired. They are hypervigilant or hyperalert from a cognition standpoint, but also their nervous system is constantly in fight-flight mode. I liken this state to, you know, when you walk up to a corner and you're expecting to bump into someone coming in the opposite direction from the other side. You can't see them, but you suspect you'll bump into them any second and you're bracing yourself for the encounter. This state of being primed affects your consciousness and your nervous system. And when you're like this all the time, it affects your ability to get a good quality night's sleep also. And why is this the case? Well, because you're essentially sleeping with a metaphorical eye open all the time. So with this in mind, recent studies have been aimed at arousal reduction in trial participants in order to facilitate sleep and a better quality of sleep. As a result, clinical studies of insomnia treatments aimed at reducing that arousal, including relaxation and meditation, have reported positive results. On previous episodes, we touched upon meditation and deep breathing and their effects on the part of the autonomic nervous system known as the parasympathetic nervous system, which is concerned with calming us down. We also spoke about the positive effects mindfulness and Tai Chi can have, again, through the activation of the parasympathetic response. Yoga is a multi-component practice that is also known to be effective in reducing arousal, although it hasn't been well evaluated as a treatment for insomnia. In one study, a simple daily yoga treatment was examined in a chronic insomnia population. Yoga is a multi-component practice that is also known to be effective in reducing arousal, while it hasn't been quite as evaluated as other treatments for insomnia. But in one small study, a simple daily yoga treatment was examined in a chronic insomnia population, consisting of sleep onset and or sleep maintenance insomnia and primary or secondary insomnia. 
Now, let me define sleep onset insomnia. This is when you have difficulty falling asleep. Sleep maintenance insomnia is when you have difficulty staying asleep. And the difference between primary or secondary insomnia? Well, the former is when you have insomnia with no obvious underlying cause, while the latter applies when you have insomnia arising from mental health, psychiatric or sleep disorder issues. Participants maintained sleep-wake journals in this study for two weeks prior to starting the treatment in order to establish a baseline as such and a subsequent eight-week intervention in which they practised the treatment on their own following a single in-person training session with subsequent brief in-person and telephone follow-ups. A variety of different parameters were monitored, including sleep efficiency, which is the term for the total amount of sleep in a given night as a percentage of the total amount of time in bed. So, for example, if you went to bed at 10pm and got up at 6am, you were in bed for 8 hours. But if, for argument's sake, it took you half an hour to fall asleep, then you were asleep for 7 and a half hours. Your sleep efficiency is the total time asleep as a percentage of total time in bed. In this case, it would have been a respectable 93%. The trial looked at the total sleep time, total wake time, sleep onset latency, which is the amount of time it took you to fall asleep, wake time after sleep onset, so that equates to the amount of time you are awake during the night, the number of awakenings, and overall sleep quality measures were derived from sleep-wake diary entries written by the participants. The yoga exercises used in the study were from the Kundalini yoga style that emphasises meditation and breathing techniques in addition to postures, which is easy to perform and is practised widely. The exercises chosen were selected because they were specifically recommended for improving sleep and were easy to learn and perform with minimal instruction. The same set of exercises were performed every day during the intervention. All exercises were performed while breathing through the nose and special attention in the initial training session was devoted to specific instructions on the practice of long, slow abdominal breathing to ensure that participants understood this breathing pattern. They were also instructed to breathe as slowly as was comfortable maintaining a relaxed mental focus either on their breathing or a mantra, returning their attention to this focus if their thoughts wandered. Participants practised yoga for 30 minutes at a time. OK, so let's look at the all-important results of this study. Total wake time reduced from an average of 2.6 hours to 1.8 hours. Total sleep time rose from 5.4 hours to 6 hours. Sleep efficiency rose from 68 to 76% and a subjective score of the quality of sleep achieved by the participants rose from 2.7 to 3. Bear in mind these improvements occurred only after 8 weeks. The results of this study were compared with two previous meta-analyses and showing similar results. The current popularity of yoga and its recognition as a health maintenance practice should also add to the attractiveness of such a treatment for insomnia patients. Now, having done a little bit more research, I have found that the emphasis seems to be more so on the mindful breathing component rather than specific yoga moves. 
ultimately yoga involves deliberate slow maneuvers so the very fact that you are engaging in yoga coupled with mindful nose breathing should suffice to help you if your intention is to tackle your sleep issue I haven't done yoga in a long time myself. I think it might be something to revisit and try in 2021. Well, thank you for listening to this edition of the Happy Habit Podcast. Until next time, stay happy. (music) 